Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we talk about the parasha of Vayera. It's actually a continuation of the parasha of Lech Lecha. And in this parasha we hear about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, which were one of the most evil cities in famous cities that has ever existed in history. Their sin was that the sin that the the, the people that lived in the cities committed were accepted by law. It was actually the law of the place was to be sinful. And it was renowned for its corrupt justice and the persecution of guests. For example, if people would come, were passers-by in this city and they would ask someone to please have them in their home, uh, and, the, and the policemen would get to know that some people were having guests in their home, they would sodomize these people and kill them. There's an example also if a person was bruised or cut by someone else, the judge would rule that the, per- the victim would have to pay the aggressor instead of the aggressor paying the victim because the injured party was, was owed the, the aggressor of doing him the favor of letting his blood, which means that in some cases, sometimes there's a method of letting blood out of a body to, to cure a body from a certain disease. So this is how it was ruled. And the Eliezer once was in Sodom and, and um, he was actually attacked. Eliezer was the, the 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 worker of Abraham and Eliezer was actually attacked by somebody in the city of Sodom and the judge actually ruled that he owed money to his attacker so what did Eliezer do he went and he attacked the judge so the judge would have to pay him and so he said now that you have to pay me you have to go instead of pay me go and pay my attacker so they were especially cruel with strangers and their refusal to give charity. They also would not ever give charity to anybody. If a person was asking for food in the street and they were hungry, they would let them die. And if someone was caught giving charity, eh, that person would incur the penalty of, of, of death. And when Hashem heard the, the cry, the outcry of Sodom, he decided to come down and so what, what, to see what was going on. So our sages interpret it as the cry of a certain girl. There's a midrash that there was a little girl whom, she, whom they killed by a horrible method because uh, she gave food to a poor person. She would go and draw water from the river and every time she went to draw water from the river she would go and give food to this person. And the Talmud expounds that when she was discovered they smeared her with honey and, sh- and they <clears throat> put her on top of, this, of one of the city walls and the bees would, came to this girl and they ate her up. And when she was crying, this is the cry that reached Hashem and because of this, Hashem decided to come down to Sodom and see what was going on. As the verse states, Hashem wanted to, to descend to Sodom to see if the complaints he had heard about the city were actually correct. So one of the fundamental beliefs in Judaism is that Hashem is omnipresent, that He's everywhere, and He knows everything that's going on in everybody's life. He knows the past, the present, and the future. In His realm, it's all going on at the same time. So what is it that Hashem needs to perform an action in order to get knowledge? Like, it doesn't make sense 
that he had to go down and see what was going on. Uh, can't he see it from, where, from his throne up in heaven? So why did he need to descend and see in order to verify this? So let's understand that this scream refers to the scream emanating from the attribute of judgment. Uh, there's, we have different attributes, there's different sephiros in the, um, in the Jewish religion. So we have uh, kindness, we have gebura, which is justice. This is the, the attribute that was uh, elicited. We have tiferet, which is compassion, beauty, harmony. We have netzach, which is uh, persistence, and hod, which is humility, yesod is foundation, and malhut is, uh, is, a, is a, no, a nobility, like a kingship. So judgment, this uh, sefira of Malhut, uh, this uh, judgment, this which they're talking about here, is connected to the sefira of Malhut, of kingship. So this one is called Dina de Malhusa Dina, the law of the land is the law, and it's a weak judgment, it's not a harsh judgment, and um, because the purpose of it is to put law and order in the world. And the scream has come to me. Hashem is saying that he was received a complaint from the attribute of Malhut. To understand this a little better, there are two types of judgment in the world. One is a weak judgment. As we know, it comes from the Sefira of Malhut. And then there is a strong judgment which comes from the Sefira of Gevura. Hashem's knowledge of worldly matters is unlike the knowledge of men. Like, we cannot understand God. We can never come to understand why God does what He does. Uh, when the Torah talks about Hashem came down, like, we can really come to understand Hashem's ways because for my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are higher than yours. Hashem is infinite and we are finite. So to really come to comprehend Hashem in a, in a, in, in, in a complete way, for us, it's never going to be possible. So Hashem indeed is omnipresent and He knows everything that is going on. But sometimes He lets it be and sometimes He intervenes. So He creates a, a system in this world. There's times where Hashem just allows things to happen because if He wouldn't allow it, there would be no free choice. People would be subjected by Hashem's power all the time. And sometimes He just allows people to be bad. He allows people to be evil. He allows tragic things to happen. He allows all this because in the, in the whole of the tapestry of the world, of the mission and the purpose of the world, these are, things are necessary for our, our fulfillment of our purpose in this world. So He allows things to happen. And this comes from the, from the weak judgment. The verse states, the seven eyes of Hashem hover over the world. Another verse states, Hashem's eyes hover over the world. And this implies that he focuses on the world in order to gain knowledge. So there's two reactions of God. One is that he lets things be. And, other th and the other reaction is that he focuses on what's going on. So it's like, for example, if you're sitting in your house watching TV and you have the kids playing right next to you, and they're making noise, you're aware that they're making noise, but you're letting them play, and you concentrate on your game, and you keep on looking at your TV, at the game you're watching, but you let them be, but you know they're there. But suddenly, if they start fighting and they start hitting themselves, you stop whatever you're doing, and you focus on what's going on with the kids. So this is an analogy of more or less how Hashem runs our, our affairs. So the sefiras are in charge of bringing merits and sins 
of every creation to the attention of the godly energy found within it. Hashem created a system of cause and effect. So if you do this, this is what's going to be. If you put your hand in the fire, you're going to burn yourself. If you steal, then there's a consequence for stealing. If you kill, there's a consequence for killing. If you say Lashonara, there's a consequence for Lashonara. If you eat non-kosher food, there's a consequence. It's like uh, Dennis Prager says, everything in life has a price. The question is, are you willing to pay for it? So everything has a consequence. So if a, if a person does a mitzvah, he creates a defending angel. Every time we do something good, we create a defending angel. And these defending angels are always there to protect us. And uh, we'll receive a reward <clears throat> and a blessing. But if a person does an avera, he does a sin, he creates a, pers a, per a prosecuting angel. And this angel is rooted in a sephira, in whatever sephira he's rooted. If, if you did something with anger, it's going to be rooted in, in this, in, in Gevura. If you did a sin out of love, it's going to be in Hesed and, and so on. So this angel feels the damage and gets blemished. And this causes the blemished angel to prosecute the perpetrator. So this blemished angel brings in his uh, prosecution to the angel that is appointed above him. So it, for this sin to go up to Hashem, it has um, a hierarchy. There's, you create an angel with your sin here, and this angel has another angel that is over him, and then he passes the sin to that angel, and that angel passes it to the other angel, and that pa passes it to the other angel until it gets to the world of Asilut, into, into that angel. And each angel that receives this sin becomes blemished and so on and so forth, and each angel handing over the prosec per prosecution to the angel appointed above him until he finally reaches the vessels of the world of Atsilut and make it known to the godly light that is found within, within this world. So a consequence, consequence is meted towards the person for their forbidden act. So there's also two levels of divine knowledge. There's one level of divine knowledge that called Das Elion, which is higher knowledge, and Hashem is aware but not focused. As I said before, a person can know that the kids are playing right next to him, but he's not focused on the kids. And he allows the world to run natural, its natural course. He allows it. He sees that in this country uh, there's thievery, and he allows it to happen until one day there's a cry, and this cry comes up, and then he focuses on what's going on, and then he sends a tsunami, for example. So he turns a blind eye as to say, so many of the sins of the world, Hashem just disregards them. He, he turns a blind eye and doesn't see a reason to punish at that moment. And there's a source of divine mercy and forgiveness. And as we are with other people, Hashem is with us. That's why it's so important to do mitzvot all day, because it creates merit. It creates merit in the world. When you are kind to somebody, this creates merit. And when they put the balance up there to see how evil these people are, and suddenly they see that there's people in, within these people that are doing good things, then the, there's a balance. So uh, this level that is above the world, it's makif sovev, which means that it's encompassing the world. Then there's a second level of... Uh, of divine knowledge, which is called Das Takton, and this is a lower level of knowledge, and it's Memale Kolamin, which is indwelling, it's inside. 
And this is the level that is known as God, as the eyes of Hashem. So Hashem is focused on the world, and this is when cause and effect come to be. And Hashem only brings the consequence after the sin is committed. So before the sin is committed, Hashem doesn't bring a consequence. Like in the story of Agar uh, with Ishmael, when Abraham sends them away, and the boy is dying of fever, and he's thirsty, and he's dehydrated, and at that moment, he could have died, and Hashem saves his life. And the angel says, but nothing good is going to come out of this guy. Look at what's going to be with the world, uh, his descendants. Why don't you finish him off? And Hashem said to the angels, you know, right now, now he's doing teshuvah, he's repenting. So I cannot judge him according of what's going to be in, in, in a thousand years. I have to judge him according to the moment. So this is connected to that das takton, the... The, the lower knowledge and the, 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 the cause and effect system that Hashem creates in the world. And this is the level that Hashem used when he went down to look at Sodom and Gomorrah, that he came down and he heard the cries in which he sees the evil of these people. And then the, the consequence was the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. These two cities were destroyed. So the lessons of this mamar, of this uh, see how the Rebbe, is that one you you affect what knowledge Hashem will have of your decisions. It's not that Hashem affects you. You affect the way Hashem is going to deal with you. Hashem's knowledge of your choices does not affect you in any way when making those choices. Like it's, you have free will. You choose. You choose if you're going to do good or you're going to do bad. On the contrary, contrary, it is your choices that affect the knowledge that He will have over you. So you create your own reality, you create your life. Whatever you do in your life, this is what you get. You, uh, as they call it, karma, what goes around comes around. And every person has various angels that are appointed over him and can be turned into a prosecutor, prosecutor through a sin. If you are always committing sins, then you're going to have all these angels that are going to be prosecuting you. Or if you're a person that's always doing mitzvot, then you're going to have all these defenders that are going to be taking care of you. And each sin has a ripple effect of causing damage to all the angels appointed over oneself until his, this damage reaches the sefirah of Asilut, which is the highest world. And the last thing that we learn from this mimer is that Hashem is loving. God is a God who desires to extend His mercy to all His creatures. And he judges each person with a favorable eye. He tries always to look at the good in us to be able to give us the least punishment. He's always trying to look what good we created, what good thing we did. If we did something bad, he's always trying to look what other thing he, we did good so he can not be so harsh at us. And when we lend others a favorable eye, which is the most important thing, when we're kind to others and we're not judgmental and we always give the benefit of the doubt towards others and we emulate Hashem's ways, we arouse in him this mercy towards us and he will, in, in, in this way, he will act towards us with a loving heart. So I wish you a blessed week. Remember, do mitzvahs. The more you do, the more good angels you have in your favor. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.